Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always doing Oh, yeah. Another episode of Hard Factor. It is Wednesday, November 20th. You know what that means. It's Listener Submission Wednesday. So it's just a news buffet of uh, all stories from you, for you, by us. What so. was that noise? I don't know. I, don't know. Yeah. I love it. Was I love it. it. It's your was, show. Was, was that somebody cracking a beer the like there? Ninety percent of the yeah. right. <laughs> it was part of a story someone DM'd in. Yeah. If you if you listen closely, you can hear. A beer cracking in the first 30 seconds on like Most 85% shows. of the yeah. show. Unless Wes is off. Yeah. <laughs> these, aren't, these aren't filmed. I'm, I'm the only drinker. These aren't filmed um, at only guy that loves porn and the only guy that loves beer on the show. <laughs> I'm the only man. They <laughs> <laughs> all love porn. Wes is a different kind. Yeah, Not handjob porn, Pat. Yeah. Ooh, what are you talking about? Let's get into it. Let's get the story. All right. All right. Uh, that went that went dark fast. All right. So uh, Pat's up first. Pat, you're up. <laughs> All right, guys, you're going to love this because it's mega complicated. So on November 4th of this year, 55-year-old Larry Paul McClure Sr. of Pendleton, Kentucky, confessed via a handwritten letter to the murder of 38-year-old Thomas McGuire of Minnesota, who happened to be the boyfriend of his 31-year-old daughter, Amanda uh. Michelle Naylor McClure. Of Chisago City, Minnesota. Right. So you guys follow me thus far? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, cool. Jealous. Jealous dad. There's a uh, daughter. Mad at the the boyfriend of the daughter. But you're about to find out. Yeah. Uh, Larry and Amanda, (laughs) okay, are now facing first degree, that's father daughter, facing first degree murder charges along with Larry's other 32-year-old daughter, Anna Marie Chowhari, 32 years old, of Boone, North Carolina. It seems like Larry liked to sow his seeds. What did you just say? The daughters are... Arrested two? Yes. Yeah, so Double daughters. Two daughters, daughters, all involved in the murder. Okay. Got Larry and his two daughters from different states. Larry liked to sow his seeds in different municipalities, it, it seems. I'm um, guessing different moms. Yeah, that's, Just Larry, that's Larry's prerogative. That's Larry, that's his prerogative, man. The thing that makes this story really pop, though, guys, aside from the father-daughter mur- murder trio, is that Larry Paul subsequently married his daughter, Amanda, mm-hmm. uh, which is a crime in most states. Well, what did the other daughter think of that? Well, she was the ugly one, Will. Yeah. She had to be she a little knew. jealous, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you should see her. She's real jealous. Neither of these ladies are hot, but Amanda's the looker. That's the one you want It sounds after. like if they all are in the murder together, then yeah, she's probably jealous. I yeah. never shared a room with Daddy. Mm-mm. Will's first thought is she's jealous, not like this is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that poor, that poor well, daughter. The, the poor daughter. Think about the family dynamics. Be yeah. <laughs> Daddy, I always did like you best. Yeah. Uh, so the victim, Thomas McGuire of Minnesota, uh, who Larry Paul hit in the head with a wine bottle back in February. By the way, it must have taken a ton of swings to kill him with a plastic wine bottle. I'm just assuming it's plastic. <laughs> oh. I don't see Larry Paul being in the glass bottle tax bracket. A, a little, box. A little burn. Yeah, with the box. <laughs> a little burn there. You really got him with the corners. Yeah, the corner of the box. <laughs> right in the eye. 
Anyway, after killing him with a bottle of Charles Shaw, he proceeded to inject his never-to-be son-in-law with two vials of methamphetamine. Uh, Whoa. Made it, look, made it look like uh, he got knocked out. Of... <laughs> knocked know, himself the... out when he did the meth. <laughs> it's that L.A. guy. It's the guy who keeps killing people with meth in his apartment in L.A. Oh, right, yeah. right. It's like that. That guy's style. Yeah. And and guys, being that these two vials could have ended in Larry, ended up in Larry Paul's veins. And that guy's named Larry, too. It goes to show you how much he disapproved of McGuire. Because, you know, think about that. He does well, look, he was trying to have sex with his daughter. So. Yeah, eventually. But you these can always two, get more meth. Two perfectly good vials of meth. You'd think that, Mark. Anyway, in his confession, Larry Paul rolled over on his daughter, Amanda, who's also his wife, <laughs> claiming that she put him up to it. And then, uh, oh, wow. yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. Anyway, three weeks after the murder, Larry Paul gave Amanda I'm away. very confused. Okay, so. I know, I get it. Okay, get three it. weeks I after the murder. <laughs> Larry Paul. Don't explain it. Gave Amanda yeah. away to himself uh-huh. <laughs> when yeah. they got married. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is Larry's intimidating. Short ceremony. So what happened to the other daughter? I'm still, con- I'm still concerned for her. Murder charges. Uh, she's not a liquor will. Not like well, Amanda. So does that? She's just that. So imagine she's just screwed. Imagine that sad girl's life. Everyone Your involved, dad doesn't even pick you to marry you. Everyone involved in the story is fucked. Well, yeah, I they're mean, all yeah. fucked. Yeah. Moving on. What's next? All right. Oh, all right, next we're gonna. And, and who huh. threw who threw us that story? I'm sorry. I gotta I gotta make sure I shout them out. That was uh, uh, Taylor M P Henley. Thank you for that story. Given first Thank and last Taylor. names. Nice. That's at. That okay. At. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Taylor. All right. This next one's from listener Nathan. We're gonna take it over to a little island off the coast of Maine called Campo Bello. Sounds nice. Uh, it, it's a quaint little place with a population of 872, but it's got one big-ass problem, and that is the mail system. Oh, no. Mm-mm. So, you see, it's, it gets a little complicated. You see, Campobello is in the Bay of Fundy in New Brunswick, Canada, but the only way to access it in the winter months is through mainland Maine. Mm. Uh, so, okay, I get, all eight... I get what you said. So, this is a little confusing, because I thought you meant this was America at first, because it's off the coast of Maine, but it's Canada, and they have to go through... Okay. Right, All it's right. right on the border. So, but the only way to access the island uh, with with a mail truck in the winter is to drive through uh, Maine. So, go through America. So, all 872 so residents get it? their mail. Huh? So, whose mail is it? Right. Well, it's, it's still yeah. Canadian okay. mail. It's, all right. it's intended for the Canadians who get it in the end, but it has to drive through America. And so, all 872 residents get their mail inspected by U.S. Customs Uh-oh. and. Mm. You, it wouldn't a, wouldn't really be a problem because it used to be that the sealed Canadian mail truck would just drive from mainland Canada over through Maine uh, and then just go to the island and everything was okay. But ever since Canada legalized marijuana, U.S. Customs and Border Protection CPB agents are, expe- are inspecting every single package, basically, that comes across the northern border looking for traces of the devil's lettuce. Right. Otherwise, so. Joe Biden wouldn't be able to sleep at night. That's Not, yeah. right. That's tough right. for bad Devin or whoever the whoever the bad kid is in that in that town who people keep mailing marijuana to. Well, yeah, well, I mean, you're going to get caught. Yeah. It's too, it's so 872 few, people. So few people. They're going to find out yeah. it's you. Well, Pat, also, you might want to rethink that one because it's legal. Right. Um, in Canada. So actually, they're legally shipping it to themselves uh, from uh, other places in Canada, and it's still being confiscated. Doesn't mean uh, it's not frowned upon. Canada not- to Canada. In that scenario, right, Will. But if it was from U.S. to Canada, it's on, okay, the, it's the, on the soil. Why man. would they ship weed from the U.S. to Canada? You, you, you right. get in trouble. You'd be get, you would get it in wouldn't trouble. make any sense. And Okay, yeah. So, so what's happening yeah. is people are ordering. <laughs> um, they're finding a lot of weed because uh, the CPB agents 
have uh, seized so much that Cannabis NB, that's New Brunswick's main legal uh, cannabis dealer, uh, is shipping it and it's getting confiscated. Oh. And then people are like, hey, my order never came. So they just have to stop shipping it to the island because uh, CPB is taking so much of it. Um, it's, a for this it's a loophole. It's a, it's a, it's a bullshit this loophole. Is, this is free weed for the CPB. Yeah, this is the right. Yeah, I hate this. Yeah, I mean, it, it's bullshit. It's it's bullshit all around. And so for that reason, because it's a giant invi- invasion of privacy and because their weeds getting taken uh, by bureaucrats from another country, the residents of Campobello are demanding a ferry be installed between mainland Canada and their island. But no word if they will get that ferry or not. Whole Reas- ferry for 800 people. Reasonable request. Weed ferry. Yeah, yeah the green ferry. ferry. Love that. Basically. Yeah. Taking it to the Internet real quick. Trey Cornette on Facebook uh, has a great point. He says, and isn't cannabis legal in Maine, which it is. Mm. So uh, so it's legal in both places, but uh, the border protection is still it's seizing just, it. Not, is it the federal? It's, it's just it's the going the over the border? It's the border. That's it's ridiculous. A, it's, a, it's a gateway drug. Pat. Yeah, yes. Yeah, it's a gateway drug. You got to take it seriously. Can't so go through two gates. Th- it's that federal legalization. That's what's <laughs> two yeah. thoughts. Yeah, two thoughts on that one is obvious to the first one is that somebody needs to open a weed store in Campobello where you boat in the weed from mainland Canada. Mm, it's true. Like how clean is that? Up. You'd clean yeah. up. Plus you'd be selling fun. to all 872. Plus riding around a boat all day is just fun. Yeah, it's great. Right. So somebody needs to do that. And uh, number two, definitely very upset with these border agents unless they're stockpiling it super trooper style. Right. And even then still kind of upset. That's what I was suggesting. I don't know why you why else you'd go into the service. I mean, because it's legal. It's CPB. It's the Canada Border Patrol, right? So, like, it's legal. They can keep it. Then they can just not buy weed. They just yeah, get it's great. free weed. Great yeah. for them. Yeah. Yeah. So even even if they're doing that, I'd still be a little upset because they're taking uh, the, the good people of uh, Campobello's weed just out from under their noses. And uh, speaking of that, maybe if elected, one of the Dem candidates will be able to do something about it. And don't forget that we have a Democratic debate coming up tonight. And I want to let you guys in on some of the best predicted debate markets with that coming up. So it's going to make it a lot more fun. Get in there. Predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor 20 to get your first 20 bucks match. And it makes the debates a lot more fun to have a little action riding. So the new markets we have for the debates, we've got the regulars, like the most and least speaking time. I think Steyer's uh, leading for the least and Liz Warren's leading for the most right now. Uh, We have. The mention markets, though, how many times will quid pro quo be said? And that's abandoned markets. So zero, one, two, three, four, et cetera. It's actually how many candidates will say it. Candidates. Okay. So uh, there's 10 candidates, so you can choose zero through 10. Yeah. Uh, so it's will anyone say it? No. Doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Okay. So doesn't matter. Not, they say a, it. Yeah, one candidate could say it 100 times. That still counts as one. Yeah. It's different for a quid pro quo chain reaction. I put some money. Exactly. Yeah. Pat. One says it. It so just if, goes if, down the line. If yeah, one person says it. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I like uh, the zero and one are at 37 cents each, which is, you know, very high. But two through 10 are averaging like three cents a share. So I just threw in. Uh, $50 total to get 500 plus shares of uh, four or five or six people saying it. I love that. Yeah. For 50 bucks. Nice. That, that would pay out That's 500 bucks. Yeah. There you go. Plus, if it. it, you may be able to even like turn it real quick. Like if, I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Live. If, yeah, a if couple the markets people say go it, nuts for it. Oh, yeah. Got to be fast. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be quick, though. Yeah. All right. Also, also, we've got Will Bernie Sanders and Liz Warren mentioned billionaires. So, yes. Pretty, yep. pretty good odds there. That's a yes. Will, ha- will Hong Kong be mentioned? That's a. Who knows? That's a coin flip right now. I don't know. That's a coin. I bring everyone down. It's 60 yes. I would say no. 
Yeah, I'm gonna. I'd say no. no. It hasn't, hasn't been yeah. mentioned yet. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably go with the no on that one. And then you can do biggest bump, biggest drop, and individual bump markets for Mayor Pete, Bernie, <gasps> Joe Biden. Liz I'm, Warren, Kamala Harris, and Andrea. I'm sorry, Will. I just looked at fucking predicted. I just looked at my fucking markets, and Mayor Pete has overtaken Bernie Sanders for who will win New Hampshire in, oh, in the Democratic no. primary. Holy He's shit. On a heater. In his hometown? Yeah. Well, it's not his well, home. It's, it's one state well, over. Jesus well, Christ. Well, uh, what's it called? Um, uh, they also have, like Will mentioned, will Mayor Pete get a bump, yes or no, just based that off of the debate. That is easy money. And it's right Ugh. now, it's, it's at like 18 cents, yes. Like, people are saying no, because he's, like, I would. Well, because he's already yes. high. He is already, already high. high. I might put a lot of money in that one. It's his yeah. race to now, lose. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put some down on some of the uh, mentioned markets tomorrow, or today, uh, mm-hmm. Wednesday. But then I'm going to wait till, at, till about midway through the debate to start placing my bets on who's going to slide and who's going to bump. Right, because the bumps are about um, a week later, you're right, yeah. Yep, and so remember to go to predicted.org slash promo slash hardfactor20 to get your first $20 deposited matched on us. It's a fun way to make politics a little bit more interesting, legal in all 50 states. Quick payouts. Come ride with us at Predicted. Hell yeah. It's going to be awesome tomorrow night or tonight. If I wasn't doing this show, this would be the only way I watch the debate. Yeah. All right, guys, not to be outdone by the five-year-old Spider-Man fan that brought cocaine to school, a 16-year-old boy was busted for allegedly using a remote-controlled car to smuggle over $100,000 worth of meth into California from Mexico. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How do you Uh, even get that much meth? I couldn't even scrape together a hundred. We worked for Will's parents in high school, and they paid us really well. And we and we, we couldn't get all that meth. Back we, then. Well, we were lucky if we yeah. could buy a gram of weed. <laughs> Tried. Yeah. All right. Well, if cocaine feels <laughs> makes you feel like Spider Man, what does meth make you feel like? Like, <sighs> like venom. I don't know. I'm not a superhero guy. Doctor Ock. Doc Ock. Maybe dead if Larry Paul's after okay. you. Like the Punisher. Uh, the, the Flash. Teen, the teen. The Flash. The teen was spotted by some U.S. Border Patrol agents sneaking along the U.S.-Mexico border with two large duffel bags. At about 12.30 a.m. Sunday, so right after Saturday night ended, uh, Sunday morning. He's also a U.S. citizen, guys, so he's oh my in big, God. big trouble. In fact, mm. he's arrested and charged with drug smuggling, 16-year-old U.S. citizen. This is even more confusing Yikes. to me. I would understand if it was a Mexican citizen because I don't know anything about Mexico, but a U.S. citizen, how does he get that much I mean, meth? I feel like the Mexican citizen just gets <laughs> deported, right? It's so like the U.S. citizen goes to jail for a while. Uh, when agents detained the teen, they noticed that besides the two duffel bags, he was also in possession of a remote-controlled car and 50 packages of methamphetamines that weighed uh, about 56 pounds. So there you go, guys. Remote-controlled cars, not just great Christmas gifts for children, but also for drug smugglers. But uh, So this thing, would he would drive it to sell it then? Right. Well, it would, like... it would, the, the, someone in Mexico would load up the, the remote-controlled car with meth, and then he mm-hmm. has the remote-controlled steering wheel, so he would steer it across the border, which uh. he had two bu- duffel bags waiting for him, and then he would you know, pick up the remote control car, take the meth out of it, put it in the duffel bags, and he would go home. I bet it was a Mustang. But he was caught. It's so like a strong remote c- control car to have that well, it's a big mo- Have you exactly. seen those RC cars? Have yeah, you seen the new remote control they're cars? They're awesome. They'll break your no. foot, bro. You can smuggle 56 pounds of meth with them. That's impressive. Is that yeah. like an elaborate, like when you like you see a drug deal and they just kind of drop it on the ground and you pick it up and it's like I never and it wasn't mine. I didn't have possession. I'm of it. just is out that, here in the park, remote control car. Yeah, is that? I'm like 16. Elaborate. <laughs> because, one of those. Because he's 16, too. It looks like he it looks yeah. like maybe he'd be doing that. Right. You see a drug? I've deal? just got bad parents. No, you see it on cops and shit where they like drop it on the ground and it's like, oh, that, I didn't. It wasn't an exchange, a hand exchange. I've never seen an RC no, car. No, I, I, I just think it's because he's a teenager. They they use a remote control car and they were just like yeah. you know like don't pick up the car if there's cops around. He was sense, he's just yeah. a bad drug dealer. Um. Authorities are claiming the street value of the drugs is $106,000, to which I say less than $2,000 a pound for meth. Yeah, it um, seems low, right? I've been taking the wrong drugs my whole life. 
I'm yeah. going to do a little Googling here. Are you That's kidding quite me? affordable. Are you kidding a lifetime. Me? I could buy a couple yeah. pounds right now, no problem. <laughs> it's telling me that the, uh, that the the distribution level can range from 3500 per pound to 21000 per pound. Well, I thought the authorities, yeah, they're, they're full of shit. This is I mean, just really shitty meth. I guess so. Well, guys. 16-year-old meth. This, what, what do you expect? This kid is going to get his nuts ch- checked by plenty of people in jail, so he's covered. But have you checked your nuts recently for lumps? Mm. It is Movember, after all. Got to check your balls. Barstool is proud to be working with Movember to raise funds and awareness for men's health. Movember is the leading charity dedicated to changing the face of men's health around the world. This Movember, whatever mustache you grow, will save a bro. Your support will change the face of men's health, raising awareness and funds for prostate cancer, testicular cancer, mental health, and suicide prevention. All good causes. This year's uh, bar- this year Barstool's own Donnie does is growing out his mo to save a bro. Join him on the Barstool November team and help us change the face of men's health. For every fifty dollars that you fundraise on our team, you get an entry to win a trip for two to join us at the Army vs. Navy live college football show in December. Someone's winning that fucking shit. Head to November.com/slash/Barstool to join our team. Grow your mustache and fundraise for your chance to win that grand prize. Love that. And we got a DM mm-hmm. from a listener today who uh, is fighting testicular cancer. Right. Fight on, brother. Uh, uh, keep keep fighting it. Um, you're gonna win. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys, fuck move. the test of cancer. Fuck it. Yes, fuck it. All right, uh, moving on. Some good Samaritans who thought a Milwaukee, Wisconsin man was getting attacked inside his car by a hawk called the cops on the man who was actually just really hammered and driving around with a very scared chicken inside. Um, so, <laughs> who, gave, who gave you this story, Wes? Who gave you this? Story? This was uh, at Soda Pop One Eight Nine. Okay. Oh, let me shout out my guy too. Uh, I'll have to come back to it. Okay, yeah. so chicken? Yeah, so chicken. So quoting the 911 call, uh, there's a guy behind us. He's driving really reckless, but he has a hawk in his car. Um, so when police arrived to pull over 42-year-old Ernesto Martinez uh, Garnica for his third DUI, uh, they found all the telltale signs of a very dangerous situation on the roadway, including empty beer cans, a hammered Ernesto, and a chicken named Teresa wildly <laughs> flailing around in the car. You said Teresa? Teresa. That's a wild scene. That's a wild scene. What a sweet name for a I chicken. Like that. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. Poor, so th- poor Ernesto. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, that's very distracting. Um, oh, Ernesto. <laughs> poor You're drunk Ernesto, with the yeah. chicken in the car again? Come yeah. on, man. She goes everywhere. So, uh, so the cops. Get in, Teresa. So the cops uh, took them both into custody. And there's a pretty hilarious pick of both Ernesto, who is uh, handcuffed. And the chicken strapped in the back of the cop car, both with seatbelts, which was a very cute move by the Oak Creek uh, Police Department. <laughs> it's a great pick. Yeah, and the picture that made the story go viral. And, Pat, we know how you feel about these comedic gestures by police here, but this one's funny. Not a um, Anyway. I've got one coming up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, police, police want everyone out there to know that are clamoring to rescue this famous chicken, Teresa, that she's not up for adoption. So, you know, you can save the uh, emails. But uh, she's safe and sound, and so is Ernesto. Um, he's out on bed. Hey, that, that's Ernesto's chicken. Yes, exactly. You can't yeah. take it away from him that's... just because he got drunk a couple times. Yeah. Well, he's endangering the chicken, Will. Whatever. Yeah. I love I, the idea of how much a man loves his chicken. That he's yeah. going, he's, 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 yeah. It's his ride or die. We do everything yeah. together. <laughs> yeah. We drive drunk together. Don't Ernest... you dare take that chicken away yeah. from Ernesto. The chicken did look cute. Uh, I would I would love to drive around the chicken. Uh, my guy was at Darm1255 for my last story. All right, guys. This one's from I Eat Poo 69 Killer name. Uh, a 14-year-old <laughs> Chinese boy was playing with buckyballs earlier this month when curiosity got the best of him, almost costing him the use of his inexperienced penis. 
Hmm. Now, buckyballs, hmm. guys, are the uh, you may know them. They're they're known as uh, neodymium oh. magnets, or they're small metal magnetized spheres, commonly seen in like doctors' waiting rooms or orgy guys' bedrooms or uh, tech guys' desks. Exactly. Yeah, they're used for like stress relief. Yeah, you know what I'm talking what? about. They're like, no. yeah, yeah. They, you, you can like, make like a pyramid out of them or different like shapes. A chain of magnets. Exactly. Yeah, little balls. Exactly. My, my little son balls. actually just got these fucking things. They're yeah. about the size. They're smaller than a piece. So well, I'm going to take them away from well, him. Tell him not to do this. I'm yeah. taking them away from him. Listen up, Wes. Little Jiang Hua uh, was playing with the balls and naturally his penis as he's an adolescent boy. When he noticed that the Bucky Balls were a dead ringer for the diameter of his urethra. And oh. that's when, no. And that's they when, are. That's when Kira. <laughs> That's when curiosity got the best of him. No. Uh-oh. Yeah, the first Bucky Ball went in smooth, but didn't seem to want to come out. Oh, oh. Jesus. Yeah, and then Jung thought to himself, no this need guy's to- giving himself kidney stones? No need to panic. No need to panic. He could use science to solve this problem. All he has to do is use the magnetic oh. force of another oh, Bucky Ball it. to yeah. dislodge the first Bucky Ball. That's actually really smart. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Before Zhang knew it, he had he had a fifty three count abacus of metal, oh. <laughs> metal magnetic BBs lodged in his dung. Uh, that's what we call throwing uh, good money after bad. Am I right? Uh, embarrassed and confused, the Silver Surfer decided to call it a night <laughs> instead of telling an adult. He went to bed. He went to bed. How do you sleep like you that? You don't. <laughs> Erect. You just. <laughs> That's that's the worst night's sleep of his you life. You just pace around yeah. in your room. You, what, you, you at fourteen. You, what what happens there is you wonder if you have a dick the next. Yeah, day. think about your fourteen year old dick. Though. It must have been like some. He doesn't know. He what? doesn't know what's going to happen. He doesn't with his dick know. Next he day. tried everything. He's, he's so nervous and embarrassed, and he couldn't tell the parents. And he's 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 hoping that his dick is still there the next day. He ended up with fifty three. There was fifty three times he inserted a ball into his urethra. This, maybe this one. <laughs> Try to get the last he's, one out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's pounding water. Yeah, like in the darkness. Just pull out a string of beads. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, guys, the next day, the magnetic balls had to be remo- removed surgically from his bladder. Oh, come on. Uh, oh, oh God. Damn. Uh, a whole strand of them. Uh, on the plus side, he'll never forget what 53 is divisible by. Nothing. By one. Nothing. But, no, nothing. Just one strand. It's a, it's a prime number. That's a, tough, that's a tough way to learn that 53 is a prime number. He'll never forget. Yeah. That's terrible. All right. This next one is from listener Tommy Bottles. So let's take a little trip down to the soft corner where we find 43-year-old Martin Taylor of Aberdeenshire, Scotland, uh, patiently waiting in the soft corner. Martin isn't a creep or a bully or a general asshole like most of the guys that end up in the soft corner. No, he's in here for a much more literal reason, for almost being killed by his own comforter duvet. Come on. Uh, his own duvet yeah. comforter, huh? What do you mean? Yep. Like, it literally almost killed him. The only thing softer would have been to have been killed by his, like, stuffed animal. By the way, dream way to go out. Yeah, it's I would, very I would soft, love, I would love to get murdered by my duvet comforter. We know, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I love big blanket guy. Actually, this situation, you might not like it once you hear the details. So how did it happen? Martin was inexplicably weak and wheezy all the time. All of a sudden, he had never smoked or done any drugs in his life. Nerd. How many cats did uh, he Or drank milk. <laughs> Uh, I, I think I don't know. I don't know the cat hey, count. He was, he was married. You can be a tough guy and have cats. Cats are awesome. Can you? Married, took care of himself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so I, after it kept up for about a month, he got very concerned. And so he went to four different doctors, but nobody could tell him anything about what was going on with him. And that's when Dr. Owen John Dempsey from Aberdeen, the big town in Scotland, stepped in and investigated the situation. And he analyzed all aspects of Martin's life. And it turns out that he suffers from a rare allergy to birds uh, that can be activated 
by something as small as your wife changing the bedding to down comforters and pillows. Feathers. This is yeah. not a man. Yep. The feathers in the blanket this almost killed him. This is not a man. This yep. is a tough yep. look. It's, you, it's, it's, yeah, it's literally are, called feather duvet lung disease. Just, <laughs> feather, feather duvet lung disease? This was submitted by a guy named a Tommy thing. Bottles. You are yeah. pretty. You, are, <laughs> you know Tommy Bottles doesn't respect this guy. You are pretty disappointed <laughs> if you married this guy. <laughs> We're going to have to go back to the non-comfortable bedding. You don't talk about this guy at your uh, your ladies' nights. Is that Goose? No, God. Is that Goose? <laughs> no, I wish I could, but I can't. Uh, fucking, uh, he'll fucking die from uh, non, uh, what is yeah. it, feather duvet lung disease. He's got feather yeah. duvet lung disease, guys. Your wife, is, <laughs> your wife is damned to uncomfortable bedding for the rest of her life. Uh, yeah, so uh, basically what was happening was the more tired and, uh, like, you know, How do you get- he got, the more he slept and the closer to death that was bringing him because his lungs were scarring. It's like because carbon he monoxide. Can't handle feather air. Yeah, you know what was, that is? It was, a, it was a boulder down a hill scenario. <laughs> that's yeah, a, exactly. That's what we call it. That's what we call a no blowjob yeah. disease. That's terrible. No one's sucking that, is, that dick. That is my nightmare, by the way. Being allergic to comfortable blankets. Oh, what a loser. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. A donkey, a camel, and a cow are walking down the side of the road. That's not the start of an awesome joke, unfortunately. <laughs> that's reality in Goddard, Kansas, which is about 15 miles west of Wichita. The Goddard Police Department, Pat found the hilarious trio of oddly paired buddies and thought, hey, we aren't all serious all the time. We have senses of humor, and this reminds us of a nativity scene. It's about to be Christmas. So they snapped a picture and quickly took to their Facebook account to say, (laughs) does anyone know the owners of these three friends traveling together towards a northern star? Just east of (laughs) Dallas. By the uh, way, uh, let, me, let me say, I, I'm not I'm not offended by police humor. I love police humor. Oh, no, uh, yeah, really? I oh, just, yeah, sure. I just I just thought uh-huh. the fucking police lip sync uh-huh. dance challenge was lame because right. they weren't out there fighting crime. Play, it, play back the 313 shows. You've got about 70 negative comments. Get about, back to work, yeah. you service, service yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, you're not working if you're making jokes. I think I hear that a lot. You, you have a lot of anti-cop. <laughs> I'm a big police guy. Yeah, yeah, right. Just do your job. Just do your job. <laughs> we love you, police. Goddard police later updated their post saying that the animals had been returned to their owner, who was an employee of the nearby Tanganyika, not saying that right, wildlife oh, park. They but didn't let, belong to the three wise men? No, Mm-mm. but the internet thought so. They, they, they liked the story, the Facebook post. So let me read a couple of comments. Uh, a lot of them are like Shantae Coleman's that said, someone took their nativity scene a little too far this year. Laughy face, laughy face, heart, heart, heart. Um, but I like the ones like these from Mickey Hale, who said, I believe the property, Maple, and I won't say the address, have a camel. Might check there. And then Nikki Epler-Young said, Mickey Hale, someone said, I won't say the address, and Kellogg Street. Apparently, there are multiple camels in Goddard, lol. And then another chain was like, no, it's definitely the ones from Maple Street. No, it's from Kellogg. And it's just like a chain of people talking about all the camels that exist. How does a town that's town? that small where everybody knows all the camels have that many streets? 199. Yeah, very high number. I was thinking yeah, the same I thing. I think it was well. just both streets. I only mentioned two streets. They skipped a oh, lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't say the addresses. Uh, a lot. Do you guys have a? Do you guys have any uh, good donkey cow camel jokes off the top of your head? No, I got one. I took a shot at one real quick. I saw okay. the top uh, of your head. Yeah. Well, I, I yeah, sort of. It took me about thirty seconds. A donkey, a cow, and a camel walk into a bar in Kansas, and the bartender says, "What'll be, fellas? The regular?" Because mm-hmm. because that's a common occurrence. Uh-huh. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, I, got another, I, got another, I got another. I got another one. Okay, one more. A, a donkey, a cow, and a camel walk into the bar, and the bartender says, "If you don't get a shirt on that camel hump, you all gotta go." <laughs> right? It's just there. It's a common. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, he's yeah, like he's not, too, He's got it out there. Yeah. 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 All right. They're like humans. It's like a boob. His humps. It's like a hump. His boob. humps. Who, gotcha. who is that story from? Who gave us that? 
Oh, yeah. I keep not saying the names. Jesus. K- keep going. Keep All right. Going. Moving on. Yeah, you'll so figure Mark it out eventually. About the listeners. <laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, going, more, some more meth for you guys. Uh, so South Dakota Governor Christine oh, no. Nome is making headlines after launching a new campaign against meth in her state titled Meth, We're On It. And that, oh, yeah. that headline either suggests that Nome is tackling the meth problem head on or that everyone in her state is on meth. Hard to tell out there. Uh, the campaign, which was created by a company called Broadband, and who uh, the state has already paid over $450,000 so far for this brilliant idea, uh, will include billboards, TV ads, posters, and a website featuring people of all races and ages proclaiming, I'm on meth. That's going to be confusing when they like tell the cops, like, like, like trying to be like proactive. And they're like, I'm on meth. The cop's like, the fuck? Right. Well, also, what's the message to that? You're on it. You're on like, top you're, of it. it, like, it yeah. You're 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 got your eyes on meth, and you're not. Right. Meth's not going to be in my town because right. we're on top of it's it. Like it's like a task. It's but... just the worst uh, slogan ever, but it does bring attention to the situation. Meth? Exactly. I'm on point. it. Yeah. Exactly. So Noam said the campaign has been a huh. huge success at, for the reason Mark said. Besides Twitter heckling the shit out of the state with questions like "You okay, South Dakota?" and "Hey, South Dakota, you trying to meet up at the Arby's parking lot later?" Um, Noam said of the campaign, "This." This uh, bold, innovative um, effort like the nation has – this is a bold, innovative effort like the nation has never seen before. Um, she also said that the campaign will, quote, educate every person across South Dakota on yep. the signs of meth addiction, the resources available to combat the addiction, and the strategies to engage communities in recovery. Um, and it's going to be hard to tell the difference between uh, a person on meth and a person who's just been living in South Dakota through countless winters all their lives. Um, I kid <laughs> – I kid. I have been to South Dakota about nine times, and it's a beautiful state full of wonderful people, the most beautiful skies I've ever seen. So keep your head up, South Dakota. We already kind hold of on, was... hold on, hold on. Did, didn't you say that at Sturgis there's a uh, like a, a women's shelter that develops after every motorcycle rally for the ladies that get left behind? Yes, yep. That's a beautiful true. state. Well, they're going to be taking a, lo- a lot closer. Well, look. I think this is a a lot closer look at the road control cars, but I think this is like a genius unintentional slogan that it is, is i gonna, dig it right yeah it's gonna it's work gonna it's gonna work splashes, like fucking yeah. gang it's viral any press yeah. is good press. there's gonna be so many more kids snitching on each other with the meth like the meth, also meth people are fucked now in south dakota mm-hmm. yeah. also south dakota now. and once they get off their meth yeah. they can enjoy the best pheasant hunting in the country hey there you go yeah. you heard it here my last story is from at alk groney there you go. Yeah, yeah. Black, the Black Hills out there are beautiful. So I love South Dakota. Anyway, that one's from Kyle Cugini uh, via Mike Baker. So thank you for that. Um, that's going to do it for Hard Factor. Another um, listener submitted um, show. I think it went pretty well. What, what a success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Remember, we user? have our live commercial break debate show tonight with a pregame show, uh, commercial break breakdowns, bets with Predict It, and a postgame show t- um, tonight where we all may be a little mouthy and feisty like an Indiana judge named Sabrina. Uh, we will post the link on Twitter. Remember to pick up some merch, Florida Man, Friday shirt, uh, pop the clutch. We have some excellent holiday uh, sweaters coming out soon. Follow Ooh. us on Twitter and Instagram at Barstool News and um, leave us a review on iTunes. Smash that five star button, and most importantly, have a great fucking day. Yeah, so say goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye. Okay, okay, that's, that's a little rough, right? Yeah.